Previously on the Nostalgic Front podcast, the faculty we, we rented and had I had a yeah. like a boy girl party at my house, uh-huh. and I got fucking it was a nice. blast, and you know what I mean. You have a good time with these uh, fucking uh, sci-fi '90s horror movies. Oh yeah, Soldier. <laughs> I really species. got going. Species had a good time. Both Scream movies. Those that was the era because that's what you would do. You'd see Scream. You'd see. I know you did last summer. Those movies yeah. were like horny movies, and we were horny in middle school. So it's you yeah. get together, you fucking touch, you finger, you blast, you jack, you know, you do it all. <laughs> you kiss, you feel a bra, you fight trying to get it off, and they take oh, yeah. it off for you because they're embarrassed and you're embarrassed, and then their backs got scratches on it, but not because of a fun thing. Just back scratch fever. Fucking thing off. Oh crap! We gotta record this podcast. Coming to you live from the Des Moines, Iowa Nostalgic Front Studios. I'm Brandon Ream. And coming to you live from the Brooklyn, New York, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Patrick Hasty, and this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Fantastic. Hey man, how are you? Nah. I thought you went to Arrowhead. Oh, we talked about it. Yeah, you we me and you talked about it. You told me you were going. Oh. Yeah. No. Uh we almost didn't do this. Because we were just going to drop a full... I mean, this is probably going to be a rerun, to tell you the truth. It's late. But uh, we were going to drop a wholesale, whole cloth rerun. Uh, and then you texted me prior to the uh, fourth divisional round excuse of me, the NFL football me. games. And you texted me, do you want to just do a top of the show after the game? And I said, I don't know. Because I didn't know. Yeah. But then I do know. And so here we are. How are you, buddy? How's your how's your yeah. weekend? Had a good weekend. You had a good weekend. What'd you do? Tell me about it. Oh, you know, just hung out with the wife, did a couple things. Well, I saw, where'd you get that? Uh, uh, I saw you had like a VHS tape or something you bought. What was that? Or the record? Oh, yeah. Uh, just, Mickey's records or something? Oh, no. I just saw that at the antique store today. Oh, you didn't buy it? Was it? a Mickey Mouse disco. No, I'm not going to buy a Mickey Mouse disco album. Though uh, did get glowing reviews from uh, fan of the show, friend of the show, uh, Alex Carter. Ooh, AC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looked cool. I and you were listening to records. I like that you got the record shelf to put the records on when you're playing them. Yeah, that's cool. Did yeah, you we buy that did or did you build that? Wall. Bought it. Okay, I was wondering because you're a you know I can see you figuring it out yourself. You know, um, you got a listen- weird energy. What is a weird energy? Oh, us. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking like, this is like uh, four lines of coke right now, man. Uh, I'm pretty bummed. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, For the listeners, if you haven't figured out, by the way, my DMs are full of our listeners talking. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Uh, But uh, I thought I was going to die. This if you're listening, you haven't figured it out. This is right after my favorite football team, the Kansas City football team. Uh, just won in overtime against, against the Buffalo my Bills. second favorite team. Your second favorite team and whoever your is wife's... playing the Kansas City Bills. Yeah, that's right. I your mean, wife's favorite team, though. Did you know the Buffalo Bills are named that uh, because Bill Burr's our head coach? 
<laughs> that's pretty funny. That's fun. That's, fun. Uh, uh, that's a good. He's a Star Wars guy. Um, yeah. So that game just ended. I I'll tell you what. Do you know what it felt exactly like? Uh, the Super Bowl, <laughs> the last Super Bowl where we lost. Every the last the the last half of the fourth quarter was just constantly the Super Bowl we lost. Yeah, uh, I think I died like eight times, and I thought I I literally thought I was gonna die. And then I don't know if you saw this, but Kelsey caught the touchdown in in uh, overtime. Yeah, and then and, they were talking, and then they started talking, and then fucking Jim Nance is like, I don't think he got both feet. In. <laughs> I was literally like, I'm going to die. Yeah, at that uh, point, he'd have scored three more times on the next uh, three plays. It was crazy. Anywho, um, so I'm happy with that. Sorry you're bummed about it, but uh, you know, you get a root against him again next week. That's right. Your uh, your your favorite team, your second favorite giving for a team that never goes the fuck away. <laughs> Even second, though yeah. Bengals and Bills would have been way more fun and would have looked way cooler on TV. I'll tell you that you mean color scheme or what? <laughs> Yeah. Orange versus blue. I agree. Also, uh, you know, just to not have to listen to or see any uh, bit of a tomahawk chop. Yeah, that's offensive. We really got to <laughs> weed that shit out. I would yeah. be all for it if and, we change our name. And I, I don't oh. think the arm gesture does the tomahawk chop any favors. No. the It's like. Together. It's like, can, we, can we make this look a little bit like Nazis? Yeah, right. Um, did you see that dickhead run on the field? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. That was um, fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, I like that guy. That man. was more like Tyreek Hill. At the end of the game, the sideline was. How is that not taunting? What what the I fuck know. is this stupid fucking taunting rule? Um where I was, he's literally putting a peace sign in the guy's face. I was afraid they were gonna do a call it afterwards because they did do that earlier in the season. He got a they got yeah. a 15 yard add to the kickoff for a taunting. For that same exact thing. Um, but it's the playoffs. They're not even fucking testing people for COVID anymore, man. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, before we get back into some more football talk real quick, I want to show you quickly my office. Just you, Reem. Because the listeners don't get to I see don't it. But care. That's my wall. <laughs> fuck you. I Fuck you. That's my wall behind me. It's a good looking wall. It is. Now, this is my Sorry. in front of me. Ooh, those Ooh. are my action figures. Those yeah. are my tour posters. Looks great. Those are my VHS tapes. Most excellent. Yeah, very cool. That's our bookshelf. Oh, you could you could start a YouTube show with how good your I, office looks. I'm thinking about it. Maybe that's what Nasser and I will figure out. Um, but then okay, so how about Rogers game though last night? That was pretty fun, huh? Yeah. Uh that's great. We had um the hand. I kind of passed out. I kind of passed out drinking. Yeah. Uh, before it was over. So it was a pretty interesting way to wake up and be like, what the fuck happened to the game? And then watching all of the shit. Yeah. And, we had uh, the hamburgers over and nice. they uh they were over in the first game. They left uh-huh. about like right what after the first second football. Real time. Yeah, real talk, buddy. I've been watching this is the a biggest, lot. This is like the best weekend of football ever. It was cool. Uh there's a Twitter account I follow called uh Cold Takes or something. It's like freezing uh-huh. cold takes. And they just retweet sport freezing cold takes. It's at old takes exposed. And they retweeted um, whatever that one is called. It's like BR sports. I don't know what, who they are. Um, Bleacher Bleacher report. Bleacher report. That's probably it. But they tweeted after the uh, um, Rams Tampa Bay game game of the year. And they've already retweeted that as a freezing cold take (laughs) because of this next game. Um, Yeah. Oh, that was, 
that fucking fumble at the end of that Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I kept it was crazy for the Chiefs to turn it over, but nope. Buddy, I was gonna. Puke. I was like every time Clyde said Edward Edwards Hilaire Hilaire. Had the ball, I was like, yes. Well, what happened was in overtime they they're talking about how tightly he's holding it, and then what I was positive was gonna happen was that um, Hartman on that last long run he had down the sideline where he ducked out, but he probably could have pushed to try to get in. I thought he could have pushed to get in, but didn't, and that meant we were going to fumble on the next play and they were gonna score, and then it was all gonna be over. But we had the opportunity to score. You know what I mean? Anyways, we don't have to talk about the, that game no more. Um, let's see what else is going on. I want to tell you something. Joe Burrow. No, that's not. That's trending. He's comments. my hero. You love but Joey. I love him too, man. I think he should be MVP. No. Why? Look what he did. Because Aaron Rodgers had like a million touchdowns and no interceptions. and had the Yeah, most but wins. he's a coward. Joe no. Burrow is still in the playoffs because he's not afraid to throw a touchdown every once in a while. That's why it will be even more hilarious to just give him a uh, MVP and and uh, silence him. Ten loss against San Francisco. Silence him by letting him. Here, here you go. At the You're SBs. boycotting the Super Bowl. Way to go. Yeah, I, I, man, we. I know, I know, it's a broken record, but boy, that guy sucks shit. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, he's. You his, know, his his he, PR has kind of taken a bad hit in the last uh, two he, years. He's now like anti, like going off against Biden and shit too. Like he's literally getting political now. Do you know that? Uh-uh. Yeah, he like well, makes some... he just likes getting his back padded all the time yeah. because he's a fucking uh martyr of free speech. Yeah. He said that uh so much for the tolerant left. He said that uh the fake it's a fake White House and he doesn't understand how 800 million people voted for him or something like that. Like well, look who he ran against. Yeah, he's literally like get, t- using and, Fox News talking points now. And look at all the awesome things that uh, he said he would do mm-hmm. or all the, uh, you know, reasonable things. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I also oh, think Biden sucks. I also think Biden sucks shit. Biden I think sucks Biden a sucks bucket of turds for actual reasons, not because yeah. of conspiracy. Well, hey, he's always sucked buckets of shit. He was never that good. Oh, he's a fucking shit bucket sucker. He was actually kind of okay for like a minute in the 90s. Once he like became more, what do you call it? Or maybe early 2000s. Once he became more left, when he became kind of esteemed, yeah. but then that quickly went away before he ever became vice president. I saw in the early funny... 90s, he was like Brady Bill. He was like all about guns and fucking gonna, abortion gonna and shit. Quote a meme here. Please. Or paraphrase it. Do you quote or paraphrase a meme? Anyways. I'm going to illustrate it. Mm-hmm. And it really made me laugh. It was because it's one of my favorite uh, gifts. Yeah. Or gifs, if you will. Uh, but it was, uh, you know, the ta- text right up top said uh, working class, please help us. Yeah. And then it had uh, Bugs Bunny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Over the head of Bugs Bunny saying no. Yeah. It said Republicans. And then there was a second Bugs Bunny saying no, except for it had like uh Black Lives Matter. Yeah, and like a, a rainbow flag. jacket. Yeah. <laughs> There's a really good one, too. Another good meme. I'm going to paraphrase a meme. Uh, that is, uh, uh, if you'll allow it, I guess. You kind yeah, of started I, this I, whole thing. I am uh, pro-paraphrasing Is that our memes. new podcast? Paraphrasing yeah. memes with <laughs> Patrick and Reams? Oh, my God! <laughs> That's at least a fucking segment. And then that jumps into our third podcast, Parasailing. So anyways, <laughs> Sarah Palin. It's a picture of Sally Jesse Raphael 
And one of them, she's got fucking red glasses. glasses. And the uh, other one, she's got red glasses. So it's um, uh, no, but uh, there's another one that's very similar. That's like Trump's be- uh, 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 reaction to COVID, and it's a skateboarder wiping out on a rail. And then the next one is the Democrat, or you know, Biden's reaction, and it's him riding a rake. It's a skateboarder, but instead of a skateboard, it's a rake, and it's them doing a ton of tricks on the rail on the rake but it still ends with them stepping on the brick and slapping themselves yeah. in the face. Uh, pretty fun. Uh, okay. Well, and um, now my streets don't get plowed. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hey, vote, vote blue, no matter who, even if it's fucking cinema and munch. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, anywho, we're a political podcast. Uh, lock the gates. Uh, sounds like Smurf politics. <laughs> like, I don't know. Every time I go into the poll house, mm-hmm. poll station, it's yeah. I vote blue, no matter who. When I go to the pool house, I give uh, Smurfette a couple bucks. <laughs> she drops them. What, you know? what if all of a sudden some like red Smurf showed up? Oh, they'd kill it. <laughs> they fucking kill the shit out of it. Right? Yeah. Smurfs aren't very inclusive. No. They're, they're kind of like bullshit elves. Yeah. It's Gargamel's like they just a guy. They, it's like they couldn't get a fucking the uh, IP or the, you know, the yeah. copyrights. So like, well, we couldn't get elves. I was like, all right, well, let's let's make some fucking Smurfs. Uh, and also, I know we've talked about this. About how, how they catch on, though, man, and they're still around. Like, you know what? Let Smurfs die. I'm not. Let's. By the way, uh, this is today's episode Smurfs. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Is that possible? Do we have an old one? Uh, it's gonna be a rerun today, guys. Uh, maybe not even coughs this time. Uh, Smurfs. I think the original Smurfs animated series was fun when I was a kid. I haven't revisited it. Yeah. The, we've talked about on the show how the movie they live in is mushroom dog houses. Shit. Yeah, they did. And they had great little you mean rubber the movie, toys. The movie franchise? No, 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 no. The like 80s movie that's like the oh, French okay. King or something. I you're talking about like the CG one. No, those I think are also dog shit. Why don't what they need is a fucking uh, CG Smurf slash uh, Alvin and the Chipmunk crossover. I bet they will. It'll probably happen. And then they can all sing with the fucking trolls. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching? You've been watching anything or listening to anything? Oh, uh, the Ozarks, the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. No, no, the TV show with <laughs> oh, okay. Jason Bateman. Sure, fucking four seasons in, still not funny. Haven't been to haven't been to Big Dick's halfway in yet. Yeah, ain't, ain't shot the goddamn minnow yet. I know, man. Like uh, plenty of drug dealers get shot. They but do. No minnows. I do a thing sometimes where I'm sleeping. I wake up really late on the weekends and Stacy stays up, gets up like four hours before I, I me and has a whole life. Early. I got up at like 430 today. Jesus Christ. Uh, this morning, Stacy was watching TV. He though, woke up earlier than that. I laid right. there to see what I lay and listen as long as I can to see if I can figure out through like voice what she's watching. And it was Ozark this morning because I heard Jason Bateman at one point. Uh, but yeah, that's not useful. She's watching that. I'm not. I'm watching a show called Yellow Jackets with her, though. You heard oh, this? Yeah. People yeah, yeah, my wife this. watched it. I think I don't give nothing away. I we're... talked about it on the podcast, you asshole. No, I, I told am... you about it. Did you? Yes, I think. Ah, Jesus Christ, he brought the players in. Is that is the eyeball gone? No, no, the, eye, the eyeball's still right there. Oh, okay, I see it. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, don't say anything. I probably what happened was because I knew it was a show we were going to watch. So I probably zoned out when you uh-huh. talked about it just so that I didn't get any spoilers. Like literally yeah. Maria posted a thing today that was not at all a spoiler. But to me, it became a spoiler. 
Right. Um, you should make a show called Gold Jackets, and it's just a bunch of NFL Hall of Famers fucking eating each other. And then we could write a review that's oh, gold, yeah. the review is Gold Jacket, Green Jacket. Who gives a shit? <laughs> uh, we lost Louis Anderson this week. Yeah. That stinks. And Meatloaf. You know, Where are you at yeah. on Meatloaf the singer? Uh, I like the bangers. See, uh, I said the singer because I wanted you to know. Oh, okay. Maybe you are being real. Yeah. I thought you were doing and a the ma- food, the mash. And the mash. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you were doing a food thing. Um, uh, but no, I, I didn't. But you didn't? Uh, I, I appreciate you thinking that I was. It feel, uh, but, but the bat out of hell stuff's fun. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Horror, fun. I still never fucked with Rocky Horror, but I think Bad Out of Hell rocks. I love that album. You should watch some fucking Rocky Horror. You're a, music- you're, you're a born again musical boy. I know. I should. Born it's- again musical boy. Uh-oh. Should watch Rocky Horror and talk about it on a podcast. Paraphrasing a singing podcast. Paraphrasing memes with Patrick and Reem. Paris Halen with Sarah Palin and Patrick and Reem. And then boy, little boy talking musicals. What was it you said? <laughs> I don't remember. We don't have a transcriber. We're going to have a network here soon. Transcriber. Uh, (laughs) Recapping what you said. Recapping these two guys. Transcribers. (laughs) Oh, that's fun. Oh, boy. I didn't even want to do this shit. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Kid Robley was over yesterday. Photographers in disguise. All right. Yeah. I think we've moved past it. All right. I wasn't. Oh, I was you thinking about that line? You can't you see know? it, but we got um for when you guys come visit, we got uh a deck. We got a nice chair, two chairs on our deck out here. Yeah, and a cool skull. The Did sk- you kill it? No, the 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 previous you can't guy be a vegetarian and just have fucking skulls in it's your house. It's made of like a ceram or whatever cer- ceramics. It's not like a actual one. Two things. One, the guy who used to live here glued it to the outdoor that, wall somehow. That, that's my favorite night. What? Ceramic. Ceramic. He's the knight on my deck. Have you seen him? <laughs> uh, did I tell you? Have I already said that on here? That I stole that off a porch like 18 years ago in Ames? Probably. And now it's like on a porch. These fuckers. It's on a porch again because I put it back on this porch. So it took 18 years or 16 years, whatever. Porch to porch. Porch to porch. <sighs> the night ceramics life. Uh, We're talking porch to porch on uh, Pale Island oh with Paris Island. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the but holding the other thing about the deer or the the cow head thing that's fun is uh, little Robley saw it yesterday and goes Ferdinand. Oh yeah, so he understands death. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, does cool. Ferdinand die? No, but he gets that. That's what oh. will happen when he does. Gets his okay. ass hung up All on right. the. Um, I'm just really invested in John Cena right now. It'd be sad if for I know I know a lot of people like Ferdinand. Trendy topics. Trending topics. Star tropics. I wanted to say you mentioned John Cena on the last section. Uh huh. John Cena Riley. <laughs> Is that what the C stands for? <laughs> yes. John Cena Riley. That's good. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh, Peacemaker is great. Yeah. I mean, and it's deep. It's it makes heart piece stand right up. Yeah, it's good. Um. Been watching that. I love all the references to all the fucking random 
DC characters and shit. Yeah, I, I really hope we get some fucking matter eater lad. Yeah, yeah. Who's apparently like a brief from like an old time from like the 50s or something like barely. I only a- know about him because he's one of those guys that like has been on a couple YouTube things where it's like, yeah, they made this fucking guy once. Yeah, I only know about him because pretty, pretty cool uh, superpower, you know? Yeah, he can really help with uh, us going green. Just like, hey, here's another truckload of styrofoam, matter eater lad. And he's like, do you think he'd help the Hulk when the Hulk goes green? Yes. Um, I want to tell you this. We talked last week about how there's some new. uh, uh, Now that's uh, a tweet right there. Something along the lines of uh, uh, if you guys want to do anything about climate change, we should get Dr. Bruce Banner involved. He knows a thing or two about going green. And Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo is yeah. really into like climate change and trying to stop it and stuff. Nice. So there's like a tie in there too. I love that guy, man. I, yeah, he's great. I would you know love that thing about when to he moved into his neighborhood, you know, just so I could have a home where the Ruffalo roam. There's a great comedian named Randy Lidke. I love him. He's from LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he's got a joke on his album about uh, <laughs> he's going to start a line. He met Mark Ruffalo and he's st- there's together. They're starting a line of potato chip mm-hmm. uh, that are uh, flavored like wings. And it's Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Ruffles. No, and they're in a circle. So it's Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Ruffalo's. Okay. Yeah. He's the guy that Randy Lickie's wonderful. I don't know him personally, but he's the guy that mm-hmm. I saw at Meltdown one time. And I came back to Des Moines and I was like, brother. You you and Randy Lake, if he can make it, you can make it. And I was wrong, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, so that's rad. Um oh the reason I was saying this is because I mentioned last week that there's on HBO Max is the new Batman Soul of the Dragon and the Justice Society movie. Also, uh in what's it called? Justice League. What's the gaming series called? Oh, Injustice. The animated movie for Injustice is on HBO Max and it fucking rules. Uh Uh-huh. I think Injustice is one of the coolest comic stories there is. Yeah. And the the movie does really well and it does good of like, if you already know the whole story, it's still pretty good. But does it do the story Injustice? It does. And I'm hoping they all do Injustice 2, which is a whole nother story Uh from, you know. Um, it's so funny that I think one what of the about, best comics. I don't know about Injustice Two, game. but what about just the two of us? Injustice Two of us. We can, we can make, make it, it if we, we try. try. You or not? I know it didn't work out between me and your mom. Is that that song? Uh uh-uh. uh Wait, what's that song then? Remember uh, Will Smith? It's on Big oh. Willie style. Oh. Is it? Oh, is it not just the two of us? It's like uh, could be. Oh God! What I gotta find it now because it's killing me. I know it didn't work out between me and your mom. Man, I I, I just like Doctor Evil and Mini Me. Oh, that's, that's where good. my brain yeah. goes there. I'm tweeting. I'm googling workout between me and your mom, Will Smith. It's a song called "Just the Two of Us." So maybe it is it. Um, I think it's using the "Just the Two of Us." Isn't it weird we've gotten more? Michael Meyer movies and Mike Meyer movies in the last 20 years. Damn. Yeah. I like him. You follow Mike Meyer's brother on Twitter? Paul Myers? Uh-uh. He's good. Uh-uh. 
He's a good guy. He's a Canadian comedy like uh, historian. Hmm. Uh, he writes good books. And his Twitter is like, pull my ears because his name's Paul Myers. Okay. Yeah, he's good. He wrote the he wrote a really great book on the um, kids in the hall. It's really good. No, I, I follow Chris Farley's brother. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which one? John? Is that his name? All of them. All of them. You follow them all. Yeah. Well, you know, I love Dumb and Dumber and there's something about Mary. So. In the green book. <laughs> you fucking love the Farley brothers. Okay, I get it. Kingpin. <laughs> yeah, Kingpin. Yeah. We did yeah. a Kingpin episode, right? I don't think we did, did we? We could. I'm pretty sure we did. Hey, maybe maybe that could be today's episode. Yeah, I ain't got time to talk about fucking Kingpin for 40 minutes. No, if we we got one banked. If well, if we, we have we one banked, it. but I'm pretty sure we don't. Although I don't know fucking nothing about this podcast, maybe we do. Yeah. Uh, last week's was really fun. Sesame Street. We play a lot of songs in there, and it's funny that we did Sesame Street while there was Sesame Street stuff with the whole. Rocco thing, but anyway. Boom, fun size 130 kingpin. Is that true? Yeah, baby. What? Uh-huh. Are you doing a prank on me? No, man. That is what the show should be. Is just us listening <laughs> to the nostalgic Here, front. You you want me to hold my phone up to us playing a random part from the show? Um, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. We own, we own the content. I don't think because because uh, did I watch it for it? Because I feel like I haven't seen it like in ten years. Gummy bears, mm-hmm. Lawrence music. So if they make a gummy bears film, Bill Murray's a shoe in. Yeah. And maybe I can finally have my dream to play. I can't think of any other character from Gummy Bears. <laughs> Kingpin. <laughs> Kingpin. We're talking about gummy bears. All right. Yep. That's today's episode, everybody. So. Hey, if you don't remember it, it's new to you. What episode do you, what number you say? Uh, 130. 130. Oh, so does that mean it was made after the pandemic? No, I'm pretty sure that's pre-pandemic. Yeah, we got about uh, three months before the end yeah, of the world. You're right, months. you're right. I'm scrolling through now. What a fun I'm guessing show. it was a 34. Yeah, we, we had a lot of fun at one time. Uh, it was a 34-minute episode, so I'm guessing that was one of our banquet nights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I remember that week because Joel Wachowski... That's when he told that great shark story. Oh, yeah. Remember? Or Nothing whale? but good stories on Joel Wachowski. Joel's great. Joel tweeted that he's going to have to set up a special uh, uh, therapy session just so he can talk about the Rams playoff run. And yeah. then Chris Daniels. Chris Daniels uh comedian. Very funny. Maybe he's been on the show. Who would know? But he uh, he is a big Lions fan and also loves Stafford. So he's also following the Rams really good this year. And he is getting ready to fly home from somewhere. And he's like... Can't wait to find out how this game ends so I know if I have to be duct taped to the seat or not. Yeah. And then when that game got close at the end, he's like, it's so insane not knowing if I'll be in jail tonight. Crazy really game. Fun. Really crazy, yeah. I don't even... And this is my brain, not kidding. I really don't remember shit from the Rams-Bucks game. I remember they lost, but like that Chiefs game took so much out of me. Yeah. God. And me too. Also, I don't want it to be... Heat. I love the Bills. I think the Bills kick ass. I think fucking him kicks ass. Uh, John Boyce from uh, Secret Base, he tweeted something about how he thought the Chiefs should take a dive because let's give the Bills a chance just to have some fun. And he's a huge Kansas City fan. And I was like, brother, you can't say shit like that on the internet. I don't understand how people have fun and watch sports together like in a bar or in a room. 
I sit in silence and I scream and I get mad. I yell into pillows. Oh, I don't get it. I don't understand how people enjoy watching sports with other people. Ugh. Sick. It's sickening. Anyway. Boba uh, Fett. Boba Fett. Good. Uh, where are you at on Boba Fett, man? You starting to hit like the wall it. with it yet? You still nah. loving it? You still 100% on board? Yeah. I did. We had a good. We had a nice backstory story today. But nothing happened. It didn't tell us anything. They go look. They kill the Sarlacc, but that doesn't matter. They're looking for the suit. We already know he's got the suit. They're talking about everything. Rack stuff catcher, we've already bro. Seen. Yeah, that rocked. But those droids are also. Do you know those droids are already in Clone Wars? Huh. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. I um, I, I, I did uh, like that. Some people on the internet were like fucking rats on Tatooine. Uh, yeah. I fucked way, up. Way to not be creative. And it's like there's bro, rats in Return of the Jedi, dude. Re- exactly. Yeah, rats walk Plus right by our There's fucking head. humans on fucking Tatooine, huh? Yeah, humans? Come on. So, there, uh, obviously, there was uh, on those whatever planet humans came from in the Star Wars universe, there was small mammals. And for the them thing, to evolve from, the thing that much like me, we did. The thing so then we would have gotten rats. And then on top of that, rats would have been stowing on stow, classic stowaways. Yeah, it's not Westeros. It's not middle earth this is our universe this is just a long time ago in a galaxy far away so if there's rats here why the fuck couldn't there have been rats back there yeah you know the one thing in star wars that always bothers me is though is there is a part where han solo says then i'll see you in hell <laughs> and it's like what that seems weird well, i think yeah you know <laughs> um <laughs> yeah yeah. Anywho, uh, well, there's another solid episode. Huh? It's, I I'm not saying I'm I'm 100 on board still. I enjoy it. I like all the acting. I like the story. The thing is, I wish the story was told in a different way because yeah, I'm very we get, frustrated. We get, we get a lot of Star Wars content these days. All right, we do. pump your fucking brakes. And one thing, T Star Wars TV is great at, uh-huh. for better or worse, is filler episodes. Yeah, you're right. You know, but but do you and, need a filler and, episode when you have nine episodes of a series? You know what I mean? That's, like, I don't think so. I am. I'm excited going forward they're because more it, like standalone episodes. Too. There's not going to be as many flashbacks anymore. So I'm excited for that. You know what a time period of Star Wars that I about flash sideways, huh? Oh, shit. We're going to start getting flash forwards. Yeah. Um, flash sideways. Be like Hurley. Yeah. Um, There's a thing that I was thinking about with I always um, flash forward so they can see my dick. <laughs> Remember when you came to visit and you just walked down the sidewalk pissing? Uh-huh. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, a time in Star Wars that I'm really interested in, I'm listening to a, that Dr. Afra audiobook right now. The uh-huh. and it's and I love her comics. It's kind of like some stuff's already been done, so oh. I kind of know what's happening, but uh, that's who that is. I uh oh. I thought yeah. you were talking about Drafta the whole time. Because when I see the oh, comics mean, at the store. Do you mean Count Drafta? <laughs> I want to stop your blood. Dr. Agula. Um, that was a joke on uh, Scrubs. The Mitch Hedberg joke, too. Oh, really? Oh, they stole yep. it from Scrubs. Yeah, they fucking did. Scrubs did a thing. Maybe they, they quoted scrubbed it. that from the script. Maybe they quoted it because Scrubs did a thing once where they did a joke about how, like, uh, he wishes when he did stuff, he fit, sometimes feels like there's an opera singer that just shows up and goes, mistake. And that episode gave, that's a Dana Gould joke, and they gave Dana Gould a special writing credit for it. Mm-hmm. He didn't know it. You know what I mean? They just acknowledged it. 
And I wonder if they did that with Dr. Acula. Because he's like, and then the title comes up and it's Dana Dr. Gould. Acula. Period Dana drops Gould. out. Dr. Acula. Dana Gould's cool, but I, I I like his Italian brother. Baba Gould. Using his cousin Robbie Gould? That guy kicks a fucking ball. Yeah. It's pronounced gold. Last night on his Wikipedia, Robbie Gould's Wikipedia started off with Robbie Gould is the owner <laughs> is the owner of the Green Bay Packers. Why, why are we not calling him the Gold Rush? I think they are. I think they're calling him Good as Gold is his nickname. Something like that. I mean, He's, I liked him. That's, he, po- that's like universal poetry. I, a guy whose name is fucking Gold being on the 49ers. I want. Oh, yeah. I watched every. Um, uh, it's like if Randy, Andy Reid drafted a guy called Cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. Or a book. Right. If Andy Reid drafted Ian. Right. Book. right. Or a saxophone. Yeah, or that were troubled children. A guy whose last name is Troubled Hyphen Children. Woodwind Instrument. Clyde Troubled Children. Uh, the uh, where was I at? I had something. Uh, oh, uh, I watched all of the post games last night. Everything because I wanted oh, to I see just, Aaron Rodgers. I just and watched everything. the Postman. Oh yeah, pretty good. Tom Betty, rest of <laughs> yeah. the power king. Uh huh. Um, but I, uh, where's our postman franchise, right? I liked, uh, that's Rob- a movie that delivers. Yeah. Fuck you. You dumb fuck. That's it. The nostalgic front podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, grammar hole, Edward S Joan, Emmett, Christina, a Hank Finch, Mike Haas, Brian, Sofing, Adam S, Shank, and listeners like you. Uh, well, buddy, it's time to talk about bad guy number one from Daredevil. <laughs> fucking uh, Kingpin. Oh, yeah. It's on Hulu, and I've not seen that movie in a while. It's good. Oh, it's it's real good. I Bill uh, Murray is. So good in it. I think I, t- I hate oh him. So he's so hateable. That part where he goes, he's, he waves at those women at the other thing, and he's like, "Hello," and she yeah. waves at him. He's like, "Not no, you, no, not you, you, not you." Yeah. Hi. And then there's also a really great part where Woody Harrelson's eating the food, and he's like, "All right, take that outside." Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's funny because like you know how likable Bill Murray. Oh is, yeah, and you know he's just playing a character and be and, and it's funny, but at the same time. I fucking hate Ernie. There's a really good he's part. He's so horrible, but he's so funny. He has such a good... Like, the the whole part where he's like, well, there comes a time when every bowler has got to face the music. And that, that bowler is you. you. Yeah. There's also a part in there where he... I don't remember what uh, Munson's line is, but his reaction is such good acting. He just kind of, like, clicks. He's like... Yeah. Didn't I tell you to call me Big Ern? <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's... It's good. It's also funny... Uh, it's very funny. Most of the movie yeah. aged fine. Yeah, I'm sure there's some stuff. The that doesn't. humor that doesn't age is the uh, and that it, it's what the Fairly Brothers kind of built, built their rep on. on. But uh, the gross out stuff, just like yeah, it's not. I don't know. It's, just, I, it's fine. It's not like offensive or anything. Yeah. It's just that we've had all of the gross out. Things yeah, yeah, now. yeah. So when you go back and watch the new gross out thing from the late '90s, it's like. We get that on cable. Uh, I got a couple of things to say. And, about, oh. A couple of things to say about Kingpin. Quick. Yeah. One, love it. 
There's a line. You know, you say lines from ev- stuff in your everyday yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. I say a line from Kingpin all the time. Which one is it? It's the line. It's when they reference the uh, the glow in the dark condoms, and he's he's filling them. He's like, "We got glow in the dark. Those are funny, even if you're alone." <laughs> and I think that's I I say that a lot. Those are funny, even if uh-huh. you're alone. Uh, what is one it? of my favorite jokes? Yeah, please in tell the movie. Me. Please tell me. In, uh, he's he's talking about Ernie McCracken, Big Ern McCracken. Yeah, yeah, and like. Uh, that running joke where he's like, he's the guy that gave me this. And it's when he's, <laughs> it, it, it's, he's trying to show his ring off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, every time he shows the ring to somebody, they always reference the hand. And the one time he goes to show is they're always like, Oh, is that real rubber? And he's like, no, the ring. But yeah. the one time he goes to show off the ring to somebody, they bring up the hand. It's funny. There's such a good, uh, uh, real quick, uh, King Ben is a 1996 American sports comedy film directed by Peter and Bobby Farrelly and written by Barry Finero and Mort Nathan. Starring Woody Harrelson, Randy Quaid, Vanessa Angel, and Bill Murray. It tells the story of an alcoholic ex-professional bowler, Harrelson, who becomes the manager for a promising Amish talent, Quaid. It was filmed in and around Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania as a stand-in for Scranton, Amish count country, and Reno, Nevada. There's a scene... Where when they lose Ishmael in uh, Oslin, Iowa, yeah, they, uh, when they go back there, that's when they have the big falling out. Yeah, and it's also where they come together as a group. But uh, uh, Roy's going out trying to find Ishmael. Yeah, and one of the places he stops to ask for it, uh, information on who may have seen Ishmael last when they're in the middle of Oslin, Iowa, mm-hmm. is a Seven Eleven. Yeah, sometimes they don't get you, and and I'm like. His dad at the beginning. There's not going to be a 7-Eleven in Iowa. His dad at the beginning when it's he's such like. such bullshit. It really took me out of the movie. His dad goes, put that in a bottle, kid. You got something some sweeter, sweeter than, than you. But when I was a kid, I didn't know he was saying you who because that's uh-huh. not a thing in Iowa. For me, at least I never saw it. So I thought he said, put that in a jar. You got something sweeter than you, kid. And I thought it was just like a nice moment between Aww. him and his son. Yeah, right? Uh, I just listened to, uh, I think I've talked about it on the show a couple times. I listened to Woody Harrelson was on Marin's podcast, Locking the Gates. Uh, what's it called? Locking the Gates Radio. Yeah. Uh, and he Boomer Lives Radio. Okay, Boomer. Lives. <laughs> okay, Boomer Lives Radio. Uh, and on there, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson said that he didn't like the movie. And what about those Farrelly brothers? Oh, I love those guys. That movie. That, that movie is so fucking insane, dude. Oh, the Kingpin movie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I love that movie. You know, it's, it's ironic because when I first saw the movie, and it's yeah. unfortunate, and as an actor, I yeah. think you can attest to this. Yeah. Sometimes you shouldn't see the movie with anybody else around because the first time I saw it, yeah, I, I don't know. There were other people around, and uh, there were a lot of people from Fox. Yeah. I, I don't know. I I just was thinking of all the shit that got cut out. <laughs> Oh, and yeah? I just said right at the end of it, I just stood up and walked out the door. Yeah. And in a huff. Yeah. And Why, because you were mad? I was mad. And I didn't think it was good. And I didn't talk to Petey for another uh, year and a half. Oh, really? Pete Fairley. Yeah. And then uh, then I, then I uh, my daughter, I have a 13-year-old, but uh, this is a few years back. I said, you know, is there anything you want to watch? And she pointed to kingpin yeah. well now i hadn't watched it and Petey get had said to me after we'd started talking again just watch it again give it another chance yeah and i hadn't and uh so she got me to watch it this is probably like i don't know three years ago or something and we so we watched kingpin and i was like 
damn, that's a good movie. It's so funny. Such great <laughs> yeah. heart. They're yeah. great. The heart in those oh, movies and yeah. the comedy, all of their movies are yeah. just phenomenal. It's crazy. I've said it, but the Fairley Brothers, Yeah, that three movie arc. What are we uh, talking? Kingpin? That pretty much bought them a career to make whatever bad movie they want to make like 10 shallow howls after it. Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, but and... Uh, there, uh, there's something about, something about Mary. Mary. Yeah. I mean, those are all like top tier 90s comedy. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of Kingpin facts. The song from Tony Hawk's in it. But up, but but Superman. Yeah, yeah. Remember when they're leaving? It's always, no, it's in there a couple of different times when they're skedaddling. Yeah. They never get to the verse, so. What's her name? Victoria Angel or whatever? Vanessa Angel? Also, those road trip Fairly Brother movies have really good sound uh, uh, soundtracks. Dumb and Dumber had a good ones. Yeah, exactly. They got like this combination of. The post grunge music mm-hmm. that you like, yeah, and then like uh, they'll have a little bit of classic rock, yeah. in there too, and just I don't know. I wonder who did the music for them those those times, because uh, and then the something about Mary had what's his name, uh, Jonathan uh, Richmond. Remember the the troubadour mm-hmm. who he's fucking great. You know his music's always been great. Uh, Dumb and Dumber had that song. Here's an interesting thing. If you don't love with me, I'll kill myself. They, Remember that song? They also like to put uh, Boston area sports icons in their movies oh, yeah. as truckers. Because, Cam? Uh, yeah. Well, C-Bass. Cam Neely is Seabass and Dumb and Dumber. And I just forgot that. Harlan Ro- Williams. Roger Clemens. Ugh. Is in fucking Kingpin. No shit, really. Yeah, I don't remember that. He's some angry fuck. He's pretty much Seabass. Of all of the of all of the Fairly Brothers movies, by the way, Fairly Brothers, they're one hundred percent brothers. They got the same parents. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Fairly, my ass. They have uh, all the same uh, uh, of all their movies. Kingpin's my favorite of them. Uh, at the beginning when that woman, his landlord, and she's like, "What is it about good sex that makes me want to?" Crap. Yeah. Must be all that humping. Humping dump. <laughs> and he fucking spills the coffee on that baby right at the yeah, beginning. That just, comes right out. I bet that's probably one You've of those. You got the hook? The hook, that's probably pretty like. Uh, Which is funny. Through, through 2020's eyes. Because the movie starts with a hook and ends with Blues Traveler. Oh, fine. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's so good. And the, the such a funny joke was like when he's like, what are you doing, Mr. Munson? Flossin, <laughs> Flossin, where did I get Munson? And he's just like, "What I'm doing is Flossin. My name is Munson. It's such a good joke. It's so yeah. good." And then when you see him, the Amish dude Flossin, yeah. it's just fucking <laughs> just chunks hitting the window. I love how it's also like Randy Quaid's playing like some young, yeah. Like- like a 19 year old yeah or he's like but he's like 40 yeah he's like a fucking 40 year old oh my god got uh, some chris elliott in there oh yeah chris elliott by the way if you <laughs> what, do you say? what does he say he's like i'll give you a million dollars to sleep with my wife uh-huh. and he's like doesn't he double down the wrong way he yeah i like okay five hundred thousand, or okay two million Oh my god, it's so good! Uh, and I loved Vanessa Angel. I had the hugest because she was on Weird Science. Did you ever watch Weird Science? Oh, all the time. The TV show. Um, That's what I knew her from. Yeah, and then that scene when they're bowling at her boyfriend's house, and she's trying to throw them off by yeah. opening the freezer. Yeah, 
I was so young. And they we hadn't heard of uh no not November yet back then. <laughs> and holy shit, I like I would have That's why the squirrels work so hard in October and September. If Vanessa Angel would have been like, uh hey, uh, kill kill a bunch of people for me. I would have been like, all right, what with like a gun or a knife, you know? Like I was, obs- I loved her so much. Yeah. Uh, and this she's movie- got some good '90s style in it too. Mm-hmm. Something about those weird denim hats. Yeah. There's a weird thing with anybody that was like, if you were like in your 20s in the mid 90s, I probably had a huge crush on this your style. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like all of that, a lot of that uh, Lilith Fair style was really hot. Can't think of a Candies ad. Just close your eyes and think of a Candies hmm. shoes ad or what is it? Candies is perfume. I like like uh, whatever those are. Yeah, I think of that floral print stuff. Yeah, totally. And a lot of that. I love it. Uh, Chris Elliott is great in this. Uh, and Bill Murray, you're right. He is fantastic. And to me, this is like the Bill Murray I want. He does play such an asshole, right. but he's so good in it. And this is kind of like uh, your Lowell Bill Murray career. Yeah. Like, he'd had a couple of kind of like blockbuster whiffs. Kind of like, what's that? After like the Groundhog's man with the one Day. Rich. No, 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 no. Um, the, not, not the man with the man one. Man who knew too little. That's it. Man who knew too little. Yeah. Which I liked. I haven't seen it. It's fine. Um, it, and then... it, it does a lot of Des Moines name dropping. Oh, like, really? Like, that's his whole thing. Instead of saying. Uh, Bond, James Bond, yeah. like as a client calling call. He says, like, uh, uh, Steve, I work at the Blockbuster in Des Moines. Oh, really? That's fun. Especially uh, since I worked at the Blockbuster hell in Des Moines. Hell yeah, dude. When that movie was out. Uh, but like that's he was in, insane. But like your late 90s Murray kind of like had to rebuild himself before yeah. he, he got into the uh, Paul, Paul Andersons. It does. Yeah, you're right. Because uh, he had like that and Wild Things oh, yeah. and Hamlet. I forgot that he was an amulet. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that is interesting that it was kind of the Wes Anderson that pulled him into like a more. And then like he did jo- that Jim Jerry Moosh movie, Broken Flowers. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever hear about how he wound up doing Garfield? Yes. Oh, you can tell the listeners. Well, the script. Yeah. Was, was written, written by, by two guys with the last name Cohen. Well, it was written by Joel Cohen. Oh, it was just one guy yeah. with the one. Or of the maybe name. it's Eaton Cohen. But anyway. Yeah. It was written by Eaton Cohen, who was known as like a writer for television. I think he maybe was a writer on King of the Hill, even. Yeah. But he had made some shitty movies too. And Joel thought it, Bill or Bill Murray over here, B. Murs, he thought it was, you know, okay, the Cohen brothers. Here's another. Here we go. Little fun fact fun about fact. the curious thing of Bill Murray being cast as Garfield. Oh no, we've seen in- this. What? So many times nobody on knows, the show. Nobody knows this. If anybody's ever listened to two episodes of our show, they know this. What? The Lawrence music thing? Uh-huh. Yeah, everybody knows that on our show. Not like regular people don't know that. But definitely our listeners know that. What? The Lorenzo music? We talk about the same fucking thing every week. Of course people Was know that. the voice of... Garfield. Uh-huh. And Peter Vankman. And then Bill played him in the, the-, the live actions. Everybody that listens to our show knows that. We tell, we say it every episode. What about the Gummy Bears? Also the grew-up voice of Tummy on Gummy Bears. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Music. So if they make a Gummy Bears film, Bill Murray's a shoo-in. Yeah. And maybe I can finally have my dream to play 
I can't think of any other character from Billy Bear's name. <laughs> Another great thing about the film, the Kingpin, is uh, just this. Ma- they're they're well aware of how goofy. Oh yeah, they have a tone down like something that I don't think they ever got again. The Fairley Brothers. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, maybe not beforehand. Uh, there's something. Did there's something about Mary come out after this? Yeah. Yeah. So like this, the tone of this movie is so good. And there's something about Mary has a, has kind of a weirdness too, but it has. It feels like it's trying to get more of a heart. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Whereas Kingpin is just like goofy, fucking silly wildness. You know. Yeah. Um. But like the the status that this film gives bowling. Yeah. Within the world that the film is building. Yeah. Is so fucking like preposterous and it really makes a movie like nobody gives a fuck about bowling like that. Like the shitty little backyard bowling alley that Roy and his dad are using yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there's no way that's going to make you a better bowler. No. You know, it's these crappy little pins it- or the fact that they're going around and it's quite common and easy to uh, get illegal gambling bowling games going <laughs> at these like bars and shit. Ah, boy. Where they're doing, they're being traveling salesmen that work their way. Oh. Every time I bowl, uh-huh. every single time, I am so afraid of getting my hand in that thing. Yeah. The ball to return. I don't think it would do anything. It's a, it's just a belt. Like I could see you if you get your hand stuck in the belt, but they made it seem like it was a fucking monster that would like bite your arm off. Well, it's because it cut away to yeah. the wood chipper. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Best use of a wood chipper. Since Farga. No, it came out before Fargo. Uh, best use of after Fargo. Yeah. Prior to Fargo. Yeah. Uh, as is the case with most of the films, Bill Murray ad-libbed almost every line he spoke in it. Uh, he'd read over the script, get the idea, and then make it funnier. And the Fairley Brothers were like, that's great. We like that. That's yeah. fun. You know? That's the fucking... This guy was in stripes. You kidding me? <laughs> right. The whole skit about him and the... Uh, like the charity he does oh for my kids. god and he's just grabbing and it's just pretty much he's just yeah. assaulting the woman he's such a piece of shit <laughs> oh my god uh oh apparently chris uh farley was supposed to be in this but took it down to be in black sheep or couldn't because he was already cast in black sheep oh i thought it was because he died oh chris farley was supposed to be uh uh the randy quaid character which would i mean still t- he'd still be 10 years older than he is yeah. but you know that would make more sense. Randy Quaid's best role. Well, other than the time he fucked his wife on fa- uh, Facebook Live. Did you ever see that? Uh, I mean, or cousin, uh, hmm? cousin Ernie. Well, yeah. Okay, definitely. You're right. It goes, I would say, cousin. I mean, Eddie. Cousin, cousin Eddie, Eddie from the Christmas. Uh-huh. Uh, hey, Clark, shitter's full. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? And then Ishmael in this. Munson, where'd I get Munson? And then the third, no. but honestly, Randy Quaid's third best thing. Independence it, Day? No, that time he fucked his wife on Facebook Live. He did that. Yeah. So you, see, you can see. Uh, you can see the whole thing, her whole face and everything. You see Randy Quaid's Hong Kong? No, because the Facebook Live blurred it out. Really? They put an ad for uh, uh, Norton Antivirus over it. <laughs> no, I don't remember seeing his hog, but maybe you did. He's one of the best parts of Caddyshack 2. I haven't seen Caddyshack 2 in years. It's like Grease 2, though. I probably saw it more than I saw the original. Oh, Caddyshack 2 is much better than Grease 2. Isn't that funny how it was back in the day, mm-hmm. in the 80s, where there could be a sequel out, and for whatever reason, 
you just watched that sequel more than the well, original? Well, I think it's because television would, that's what they would do is TV would like pop. Yeah. Like, it, like I bet the rights to Grease are more expensive than the rights to Grease 2. So TBS or whatever could just show Grease 2 all the fucking time. Plus, you know? that's back in the day when sequels were basically the same movie. Yes. So you just start watching a generic version of the other movie. This is interesting. You know who the original cast member for Roy was? Who was supposed to play Munson? Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. Batman. Right there in the fucking movie and said no. And I bet he would have been good, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, he'd have played uh, oh, that he'd have shitty been person. so good. One of the best uh, scenes, I think, in the movie that mm-hmm. really had me cracking up is, uh, you know, he can't pay his rent. Mm-hmm. So he hires his friend of his to, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, go and rob the... Uh, <laughs> Go and rob the landlord. Yeah. You know, and he throws coffee in his face and he has to run off. Scalding coffee. So it cuts to the next scene and he's like hanging out. The guy that was robbing the landlord's (laughs) hanging out in Roy's (laughs) kitchen with them. And he's just talking about like, man, you have to throw that (laughs) coffee. It was so hot. (laughs) Then uh, he's like, oh, man, I got to take a dump. Uh, Do you have anything to read? Anything to read? (laughs) He's like, yeah, here's some shampoo. He's like. Oh, man, I read this already. <laughs> That's a very pre-cell phone thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, kids these days don't know about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the, uh... okay, boomers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start telling these kids about uh, having to read shampoo labels while you're pooing. <laughs> uh, the scene where Ishmael gets the garbage thrown at his feet by the truckload of Indians is a reference to the public service announcement from the 70s. They do the oh, reverse yeah. of that, you know? Oh my god! Uh, I think this this was like a staple of every sleepover I had in high school. Though we would put this on. Um, I think and on like I mean maybe other people maybe this isn't the the shocking statement. I think it is, but I love this movie way more than Dumb and Dumber or that. There's something about Mary. Like I'm way. I, this movie makes me laugh and I think fondly on it more than I do on those other two. Oh, uh, not for me on Dumb and Dumber, just yeah. because I uh, Dumb and Dumber was one of the best film experiences i've ever had yeah yeah you're right uh because i saw it in a theater a movie theater yeah mm-hmm. as a class trip oh shit and but where were you in in boston? marshalltown oh i thought it was when you went to boston no uh and on a class trip where at what theater just some random theater in marshalltown hmm. but it was uh with the entirety of my seventh grade class oh god what a world and, and that's the third film on the big year of carrie 1994. Jim? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he he uh, had Ace Ventura and The Mask leading up to Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. All within the same year. Uh, so everybody was like a huge Jim Carrey fan and everybody was hyped for that movie. And we went to the theater and just like all of the big jokes were even bigger. Yeah. Because you're watching it with a group of other 11-year-olds. That reminds me of when I saw um, Biodome. I saw Biodome in the theater with uh, a bunch of my friends. It was at a friend's birthday party. And it's that same thing where the theater, like there was 15 of us kids, 14 years old or whatever, and then one mom just watching Biodome. And that that feeling of like, uh, this is just for us. And this movie was made just for us. These jokes are just for us. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Um, And I love Dumb and Dumber. Don't get me wrong. But like, I... Like, if I was walking down the street right now and they're like, hey, buddy, I'm going to bring you in here. There's uh, uh, three movies playing. They're all starting right now. You get in for free, free popcorn, whatever you want. Uh, do you want to watch Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin, or There's Something About Mary? I'm going to watch Kingpin every time. You know, it's just I think it's more of a fun rewatch for yeah. me. Um, a, I, 
It yeah. takes a lot for me to want to watch a movie. I don't think I've seen nowadays with all the options you got. Yeah, and uh, seeing that Kingpin was on Hulu. Yeah, was one of those. Uh, well, that just made my decision. And Chris Elliott, I mean, was such a good cast. Chris, I've been watching Shit's Creek still, and Chris Elliott is like, I, he should have a fucking. You know, like Mr. T's big gold necklaces? Mm-hmm. He Chris Elliott should have a necklace like that just made out of fucking Emmy nomination or Emmy awards, you know? Uh, he's so fucking funny in everything he does. Uh, God damn. Uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Uh, Nicolas Cage turned down Woody Harrelson's character's role. What a, what a weird guy. Nick Cage? Yeah. That guy's fucking all over the place. Yeah. I'm the first one to say it. Great actor. Fantastic actor. What's your favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Oh, one of those two uh, Bruckheimer Bay ones. Uh, right ha- when he was doing that. Those are uh, Con Air. Con Air, or, The Rock. Uh, the Rock are both, yeah, those really, are both really good, good. Yeah. action movies. There's a, um, uh, AJJ has a song that. You need that, to do one of those two. AJJ has a song that ends with the last line of it is that Bad Lieutenant 2 is the greatest movie ever. I take pleasure in gutting you, boy. I think The Rock because it's got it's got a lot of dumb lines in it. Oh, this I forgot about this. Chris Berman's in it. He's covering the Boomer. Yeah, Boomer. He's covering the uh, bowling championship. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> do you think he? Do you think he's? Do you think he's thrilled? Like he's seeing Boomer trending. Well, Prime like, time's Here back. We Here we go. He think, did. He he has knocked the dust off of NFL prime time. Do you think Boomer Esiason has like yes men surrounding him that are just lying to him? And they're like, "You're all you're trending right now on uh-huh. Twitter," you, and he has no idea. But they're like, "You're you're doing great. You love it." And then he's just sitting back there thinking he's still the shit. Do you think Boomer Esiason thinks he's the shit? Yeah, I do too. He went to a goddamn Super Bowl. I guess. And he was uh, one John Candy siding away from winning it all. Yeah. Because uh, you you ever heard that story? No, no, about, no. Please tell me. I don't know this. Oh, like Joe Montana's getting re- like they always talk about how cool and calm and collected that Joe Montana was. It was the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl against the Bengals. Time out. Is it that Joe Montana was like in the huddle and looked up in the stage and said, "Look, yeah. it's John Candy." Yeah, yeah. I like re- look at this. I literally got goosebumps. I am remembering of hearing this story like. Yeah fucking 30 years ago joe uh, montana is getting ready to lead the game-winning drive in super bowl 24 yeah or whatever year it was the jeff gordon year yeah and uh they're in huddle and joe Mm -hmm. joe montana looks out into the stands and he's like oh look it's john gandy and apparently that set the entirety of the san francisco 49ers offense at ease and then they drove down the field and won a super bowl god damn that's crazy here's the thing one I remember hearing that when I was a little kid, like somebody telling me this story or hearing this story on TV. Two, any listener could probably go back and be like, yeah, you guys have told that to each other on the podcast 20 times, you know? Uh, but fuck, God damn, I remember that. What were there? Do you think the other uh, big bowling movies benefited from this? Like Big Lebowski, you know? Do you think it, like, do you think Big Lebowski, do you think Kingpin ran? That's so- it though, isn't it? Kind of. Uh, you said big bowling movies. Is there more? Uh, do you think Kingpin walked so Big Lebowski could run, you know? I don't know. They're both. They're both real good in yeah. different ways. I'd still rather watch Kingpin. Do you watch a uh, documentary now on Netflix? I've caught a few. They're fine. I love it. It's very good. And the, the fellas that wrote, now get ready because I'm going to say the title of a television series and you're going to be inclined to do a bit. Okay. But just let it let it move. Oh, let it roll through oh, it. 
I'm going to try. There's a television series on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> and the writers of that series. God damn it. Uh, the writers of that series wrote an episode of Documentary Now. It's mm-hmm. the, it's on the, the most recent season, and it's all about bowling. And it's set up like a documentary, like a nine, like an early 2000s sports documentary, and it's fucking golden. Have it's you ever so actually good. tried to watch bowling? Love it. I do love it. It's I'm not horsing around, dude. I love really? It. I love it. I think it's very fun. I there watched. I watched. Nothing to watch. They all get strikes all the time. I watched bowling for an hour yesterday. Really? Because when uh, one of the channels wasn't playing NFL, you know, like maybe Fox or whatever, one of the channels was doing all the pregame stuff, but they didn't have a game on right then. Mm -hmm. They switched to fucking bowling. I'll tell you what you watch it for. A guy gets a strike and he goes back and there's a couch there and then there's chairs and they were doing a funny joke where you could only sit on the couch if he got a strike. And so this guy gets a strike and he goes and sits down, and his buddy, the, who he's bowling against, is also sitting on the couch. And then the announcers are like, oh, well, now he's going to sit on the couch, too. And he sits there, <laughs> and I'm not fucking around. He, The guy who sits down just leans over and smashes his buddy right in the fucking balls. <laughs> and it's on TV in 2019, but yeah. it still somehow looks like it's an old video from, like, like, I don't think, like, Fox Sports sends the good camera equipment to bowling, you know? Yeah. Like, it still looks like it was taped 30 years ago, you know? one of the bad things about uh, modern-day sports coverage is you don't have the we-need-to-fill time Could because we have a 24-hour cable network. Could you say that as Arnold Schwarzenegger? I, no. We need to fill. <laughs> we need to fill. We have a 24-hour schedule. That's right. Uh, God damn. Any dots? I'm going to tell you what. Bowling. Bowling. Get your ass to the room with the the, the lockers. That billiards. We, the room with the lockers where we put our coats. We got billiards on at 430. After billiards, it's World Chili the Championship. Did you bowl? I don't like What's it. What's your average? Uh, Three beers. <laughs> I, used to, I was in a bowling league one year. I need year. the bumpers. I was in a bowling league one year. It was great. The bumpers and the ramp, and then I'll kick your What's ass. What's your highest game you've ever bowled? Oh, I had a, like two blunts and a... <sighs> you know what I'm asking you. I don't bowl. Fuck off. Stop trying to shame me. I bowled a 200 game once. Oh, wow. I think about it a lot. Did I have you, a bucket list. But you played 15 frames, right? That's how in your... 37. Gran- <laughs> you and your grandpa always did it. 37. Uh, in, my, in my bucket list that I have for my life, it says bowl a 300 game. Because I wrote that bucket list during the three-month period of my life where I was super into bowling. It's like, I'm <laughs> yeah. never going to fucking do that, you know? Yeah. That's what's fun is uh, in your 20s, Yeah, you just everybody tr- has that weird fringe sport that they pick up for mm-hmm. like two months literally, when they're like, this is going to be my thing. Literally, my life was, uh, I don't know, like jacking off and being in a band uh-huh. and then like nothing for a while. And then uh, bowling, frisbee golf, homebrew. You did frisbee golf too? Oh, loved it. Loved it. Yeah. I would do frisbee golf right now if you wanted to go. I mean, you know, after the guest leaves. But uh, frisbee golf and then fucking homebrew, then stand-up comedy. And now I here suck we are. really bad, but I got enough discs to go out like 10 times. Right now I'm in a, right now I'm in a, uh, a weird uh, podcasting uh, <laughs> like trick. Wait, what, what? you know what we're talking about? Like that's the dumbass trend I'm I didn't working know on right you now. I smoke that much weed. 
to go frisbee golfing. Yeah. Never did. I did it with a clean. Actually, we got drunk as shit when we'd go. Yeah, you got to do something. We'd drag a cooler and get drunk. Um, Speaking of dragging a cooler and getting drunk. <laughs> hey. Anyway, anyway, buddy, we're going to. Who, why, why, who's that for? Who's any of this for? Who are we tricking? I, I don't know. You think Ed Souter's just like, hold up a fucking second. <laughs> yeah. You know, they went Jim from Lutz paraphrasing like, to a Jim pair Lutz of like, reruns. I fucking think I heard this one before. Yeah. Uh, you think uh, old Eddie when yeah. he uh, gave us those video game things, he, he uh, soldered himself. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, got a soldering gun. Probably never heard that before. What do you think uh, when? What do you think? Mm, <laughs> how do you think Mike laughs? Our listener Mike. Mm. Do you think he goes? Oh. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyways, how many Kazis do you give King? <laughs> oh, that's a uh, three Kazi. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three Kazi, but I'm going to give Venice Angels nipples a five. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Where can the listeners find you, buddy? Uh, peanut you, Brunner? <laughs> well, well, Peanut Brunner, uh, you can find me at uh, Parasailing with Parasailing. Par- <laughs> Sarah Palin. That's also, if we got to add the credits, that's a Zach Galifianakis joke, too. So. Oh, it is? Yeah, he said it on, uh, he said it on, like, uh, John Stewart's, uh, whatever it was, his, his yeah. like, the thing he used to do where he raised money on Comedy Central every year, and he said it, like, the first time I ever heard of Sarah Palin. He's like, you guys check out my new podcast, Parasailing with Sarah Palin, and I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my life. <laughs> it was, like, the perfect joke at the perfect time. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, now it's our podcast, so fuck off, Galifianakis. Yeah, meme paraphrase time. Well, Par- how was that one? That one's paraphrasing called paraphrasing memes, memes with Patrick, with Patrick and Reams. There's Reams, so you got to get like your dad or something involved. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, nice chief neck pillow. Thanks, buddy. I just put it on my neck. Yeah. Where else are you gonna put it? Offensive. Offensive. <laughs> Right. I got a kick out of at one point in the game, they shot the thing where it says end racism. And then yeah. right next to it is a bunch of Chiefs fans. Yeah. I've got some friends who are uh, of the native persuasion who've talked about that. And I just kind of keep my head down and keep trucking. Yeah. I'm all for getting rid of it. I hate it. Let's be the Kansas City beef or something, you know? The Kansas <laughs> City chop. Well, no, no, it's not that. Not that. Yeah. Remember the Des Moines chop? They were uh, Iowa jobs, Iowa jobs. Yeah. yeah. Hockey. Team. Uh-huh. You like living right. in Des Moines? Do you miss New York at all? You miss Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We well, miss you. know, you. No, nothing's black and white except for a checkerboard. There's nuance, bro. All around the world. So uh, what if, uh, hey, what, how would you call it? What would you say? If, don't miss uh, having rats in my walls. That's for sure. What would you say if Beetlejuice spilled blood all over himself, all over his clothes? He'd be black and white and red all over. That's right. Um, yeah, the rats. I think that's cool. We have a new place, so I don't think there are rats. There's rats definitely below us. Mm-hmm. But these walls are all new. It's a fireproof building, so there's not room for oh, yeah. rats. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, where can they find what's your say Ream Corps or whatever? <laughs> so, uh, however, plenty of room for rats to run around on Tatooine. Of course, this is not my Star Wars. Wanted to say also, oh, I fucked up all my YouTube again. My YouTube is just Mike Zero and fucking Star Wars comics. All the ones that fucking hate Star Wars and talk shit about it constantly are all 
filtering back into my stream. Oh, yeah. It's annoying as fuck. I got a lot of bunch of fucking nerds talking about Mobile Suit Gundam. Yeah. 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 Anywho. Um, Patrick Hazy. However, tonight at- I was like, Mobile Quarterbacks. God damn. Yeah. Uh, what a game. I can't wait to literally when this ends, go edit this. But then I'm also going to uh, watch like every YouTube video about it. That's so funny and then I'm going game. to have a good probably till Wednesday and then I'm just going to start shitting blood again until fucking Sunday well don't start pissing blood or pissing hot piss well, waking up with hot piss are you, singing? are you singing line. a song to yeah. me right now yeah wake up in the morning feeling like hot piss <laughs> right tiktok you on tiktok no okay anyways tell, uh, Patrick Hayes yeah p-a-t-r-s-k-h-s-t-a-e Pegasy.com for everything else. Uh, Reamcore, you're R-E-M-K-O-R-E. That's right. Nostalgic Front on Twitter. The Nostalgic Front Podcast on Instagram. Get on our Patreon. Give us a dollar or five dollars or $25,000. Buy a coffee cup? Oh, yeah. Tell Buy your our friends. NFTs. Yeah. Our NFTs. Yeah. We got all, a bunch of them on there. Yeah. That's How have we not been saying that every episode? We have the original NFTs. Uh, Kazi's right. got like all of them, you know? Tell your friends. Here, here's the things. NFTs okay, okay, coming okay. up. Our plugs. Followed oh, by yeah. the stuff at the end of the show. Oh, if we were like official anymore, you know, if we had like 100,000 listeners, we could every week drop one and call it an NFTs, like a little clip. Well, you know, if the universe goes on long enough, we might get, you know, 100,000. I don't know. That sounds lessons. like a big if. To me. Hey, dude! Some kid might fucking find us on TikTok in two hundred fucking years. Who, what kind of a kid? We're all dead in like fucking thirty. Oh, you don't know. They might. Uh, the next type, the next generation. Yeah, the elites will be fine. What do they call? Oh yeah, that's what we want. <laughs> you really think the fucking people that are ruining everything for everybody else really don't have a backup plan, uh, an out plan for them with all of their money? It's just like that. Twenty twelve. Uh, 2012 dude yeah you know and unless you can fucking fly like john cusack you ain't getting on the ark bro i watched that movie like in march of 2020 and Uh i think about it constantly like we're constantly in that movie you know it's such a fun blissfully dumb yeah there's a new one coming out called moonfall Moonfall. looks great yeah looks awesome roland emmerich's brand yeah is just stupid and i like every one of his stupid <gasps> fucking movies i forgot to say this uh by the way we're almost done the podcast is almost over i watched a movie i call it watch nobody the bob odenkirk movie yeah where he's like an action star if or it's like an action movie uh-huh. fucking is awesome it's on hbo max although a key sweat song yeah but go watch the movie you can listen to the song too but go go watch the movie with bob it fucking it's sick as hell it's great mm-hmm. um it's really really good and uh riz is in it and uh christopher lloyd's in it Great really Scott. Great Scott. Anyways, here's my invitation of uh, Christopher Lloyd having a nice drink at the end of the day. Great Scotch. Okay. Um. Here. Okay. Hold on. I gotta get one out. Then hold on. Let me think for a second. Here's my impression of Christopher Lloyd uh, drinking a purple soda. Grapes pop. I forgot that the S was gonna get dropped. Great uh-huh. pop. <laughs> Great pop, Marty. 
Oh, good. Good to hear, Huck. Ah, Teen Wolf 2. Uh, starring Jason Bateman from Ozark. That'd be fun if it's like a, you're at you're at a Walmart and you're in the the DVD bin and there's a two pack of the second season of Ozark and Team oh. Wolf too. <laughs> Tell your friends, be cool, never die, yeah. and as always, remember if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. Theme song by the band Heels out of Memphis, Tennessee. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.